The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. We are currently in June, but have you ever noticed how March is frequently a month of fear and death? The Ides of March. March 15 will live in infamy beyond the murder of Julius Caesar in 44 BC. In March 15, 2003, a new global health crisis scare occurred. And in 2020, the coronavirus. It almost seems like a spring ritual every year. How long before we see actual human sacrifice on television? I believe we already have. Whether you believe the latest event or not, most of the population does. Tonight's guest says, quote, I think any reasonable, rational person will agree that what's going on out there really has nothing to do with the police killing of George Floyd anymore, and that the alleged COVID lockdowns are not only fueling the unrest, but are directly connected to it. There's a lot of theorizing this is all a major psychological warfare operation to oust President Trump and populism in general, which may be true, at least in part, but it's all taking place during what is now called, quote-unquote, the Great Reset, by Prince Charles, no less, and a major effort to disengage from China, if not the dawn of a new Cold War. Now, throughout human history, these kinds of major paradigm shifts always drag high ritual in their wake, if you know where to look for it. And one last thing, did you know that Antifa anarchists have taken control of Seattle and have declared Capitol Hill an autonomous zone, like France, and their no-go zones. In August 2014, the French magazine Contemporary Values suggested that France had more than 750 areas of quote-unquote lawlessness, also known as no-go zones. Is this the first chapter of the Second American Civil War? You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy, MMS, CBD pure hemp oil, Divinia water, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. And click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Fabregas. And to help us make sense of things, tonight's special guest is Christopher Loring Knowles. Chris has over 30 years of experience in the production and marketing of pop culture and has worked on some of the biggest properties in the world. He's the author of many books and writes and reviews for a number of international magazines. I have a more extensive bio on our website, but he is a Veritas veteran. By the way, he has recently written a new, written a new book titled He Will Live Up in the Sky, available at Amazon. His website is secretsun.blogspot.com, which is also linked on our website. And directly from Baskin Ridge, New Jersey, 
My special guest today is Christopher Knowles. Hello, Chris, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Oh, I'm great, Mel. It's great to be back. Great to have you back. And Chris, it's been a few years, I think uh, two years since the last time we spoke. What is your perception of this crazy 2020 so far? Let's just begin with that foundation. I, I think what we're seeing has just been a long time in the planning stages. Um, I think what, you know, there are a number of issues going on at the same time. A lot of them have to do with the international economic situation, with debt and debt capital, uh, deflation, uh, the challenge that the um, People's Revolutionary Army, and in this case, the Navy is posing to the to the United States Navy, and they definitely want them out of uh, that area. They want them out of the South China Sea. Uh, they're building a number of um, bases. Uh, they, they're basically out of whole cloth. They're just taking sandbars and, and creating bases on them and, and calling them part of China. So it's a very interesting and complex situation. Uh, I, I think that so much of what we're seeing, to be you know, frank with you, is, is theater. I think it always is. Uh, I think that a lot of what we're seeing is for our benefit more than uh, a reflection of reality. And as I've done for so many years, you just need to look at the, uh, the footsteps of ritual and the ritual signatures. And that, those are, are rather telling as to uh, the, the greater truths that are sort of roiling beneath the surface. Isn't it interesting that it, I believe it was March 11th or the 15th when a, an emergency state was declared in the United States? And it usually happens that around that time between March 11th through the 15th, the heights of March. This is, doesn't seem to be an exception this year, don't you think? <laughs> well, you know, we're, 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 there's a quote that Philip K. Dick, the uh, science fiction author, sort of popularized, he coined and popularized, and that is the, the empire never ended. And so much of the American empire is informed by the ritualism and the symbolism of Rome. You know, you need no, look no further than Washington, D.C. and the architecture and the artwork and just the way it very much is modeled consciously after Rome. And uh, Donald Trump himself is, if you have seen his apartment, his penthouse in, in New York City, um, he's very fixated on Roman symbolism, very fixated on... Roman art and architecture, uh, it's something that he, he, he's definitely drawn to, and I think it informs uh, the way he governs in a lot of ways. And it's just the rituals and the rites and the holidays of ancient Rome, you know, they, they, they didn't just appear out of nowhere. They, they, in many cases, were absorbed from other cultures or their holdovers from the Etruscans and earlier uh, civilizations in the Italian peninsula. So what we're really seeing here is, is an, uh, an accretion of a number of different rituals, a number of different uh, gods and religions that all sort of were handed down to us, were handed down to us through the British Empire as, as the midwife. And of course, uh, Britain and London were, were very important Roman colonies. Um, and I think a lot of people will be aware of that and were very heavily Romanized. So it's just very much this imperialist uh, Roman mentality is, is very much in our blood and in the uh, 
the lifeblood of, of the culture and the politics. So March was obviously very important to them. At one point in time, March was actually the first month in the calendar. March is named for the Roman god of war. And of course, uh, you'll, you, you're probably familiar with the um, the expression, the, the business of America is not business, it's war. Yep. You know, we're very warlike people. Um, we have the, the, the most largest and the most elaborate uh, military presence in the world uh, that humanity has ever witnessed. Um, we spend more on our military than all the other countries put together. And I think so much of what we're seeing, again, is, um, is very highly ritualized, but it's all working towards an end game of you know, what Prince Charles has called the Great Reset. And I think what the Great Reset has to do with is it has to do with um, a, a sort of a deflationary cycle that will bring uh, labor costs in the West in line with China and, and other countries in Asia. So I, I think we're in for a very rough ride for the next several years. I think it's going to be very painful for a lot of people. And I think at the end of this process, we're going to be um, living in a world and, a, and in a country that we would not have recognized uh, 10 or 15 years ago. Let's dissect a few things you said. I want to come back to the China and what you just said. It's really interesting. Let, let's call it the standardization of labor around the world to be parallel to the Chinas. But you mentioned the Roman Empire, but I'm thinking of the city-states, I'm thinking of the Vatican, I'm thinking of the city of London, I'm thinking of Washington, D.C., and they have a few things in common. One of them is the the uh, the phallic symbols that we see there, including, <laughs> and I'm reading in your, your blog, you're talking about the SpaceX rocket, the, the most recent one, what is the Dragon or... Uh, one of those that if you look at it, it looks like, a, as you said, it looks like a vibrator. If you look at the top of it, don't you think? Yeah, it, it looks it looks more phallic than a vibrator, actually. If you really start, <laughs> you know, you don't want to look at it too closely, but it's it's incredibly phallic. I've always thought that about uh, SpaceX's rockets. And then, of course, you know, the joke is that SpaceX is actually SpaceX. Uh, you know, the Falcon is uh, the name of that rocket, the Falcon 9. And that, of course brings us back to uh, the Council of Nine and, and Horus and all these uh, gods from ancient Egypt. And then the, the capsule, the, the space capsule itself, is the dragon. And, of course, the dragon we're familiar with from uh, Revelation 9. And Elon Musk is a, you know, a fascinating character. He's got a fascinating history, and uh, he's got a fascinating family now. So it's, it's all very interesting and very strange. And uh, it's just it's so drenched in symbolism that it, it boggles my mind. You know, for somebody like myself, I mean, I've been analyzing symbolism for since the 90s. Uh, I was doing, you know, started doing it publicly in 2006 and seven, But I've been doing this for a very long time. And so I'm familiar with a lot of the symbolisms that that they they draw on. And I'm just actually I'm always stunned by like how blatant it is and, and how uh, repetitive it is. And, and, and it's interesting, too, because we're seeing the numbers 17 and 33 popping up over and over again. <laughs> and, um, you know, 17 is a number that I called attention to back in 2007. And now a lot of the people who are involved in the QAnon uh, movement, uh, you know, they, they place a significance on 17 um, again, though, I, I think a lot of what we're seeing is theater. 
Um, a lot of these uh, marches and demonstrations, you know, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of observers have said it all feels very much like a LARP, which is a live action role play. And the Chaz, the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, I think is kind of uh, a reflection of that. And you know, but the thing that really <laughs> struck me is that all these riots started um, when somebody who has been identified by some people as an undercover uh, St. Paul cop started um, hammering out the uh, windows in an auto zone in Minneapolis. So we go from auto zone to autonomous zone. And you think, hmm. <laughs> but it's also A to Z, too. So, you know, alpha and omega. So, this, again, people, if they're not familiar with the, the thinking, can see this as kind of, I don't know, a little tinfoil hattie. But, you know, when you see these patterns repeat, over and over and over and over and over again, um, it, it really just gets to be impossible to, to dismiss it as um, happenstance. Let's dissect a little bit of the, I haven't done any show on the George Floyd event, but if, if you're here and I read your blog, why don't we do that? Because there's a few things that I have seen so far. One thing that comes to mind right now, somebody forwarded the porn film just to, for me to confirm that it was actually the George Floyd, and I saw that, that it was him, yes. But the one thing I noticed is the tattoo that he had on his chest. That tattoo mm -hmm. was not present on the video I saw of this George Floyd that supposedly was killed when they were walking with him. And that guy, but the George Floyd is supposed to be six foot six. This man did not look to be six six. The casket was closed, even though he was not, you know, shot in the face. And somebody who is so known worldwide, you would think they would have an open casket, number one. And number two, the casket is much smaller than 6'6". So <laughs> let's begin from that. And I have a few other things like the EMTs. They were dressed as police officers. Uh, some people say that that is the actual uniform. Okay, I'll let you go with that. But why would any EMT be wearing bulletproof vests? Let, let's start with... All of these things. Where do you start? Um, we've seen this again and again, where uh, it almost seems like a form of gaslighting, where uh, you know people can see with their own eyes that these things don't all add up, and if it's you're not even allowed to question that, you're not even allowed to point out base, basic facts anymore. Um, so, I mean, where do you go with that? You know, you know what I mean? I mean, I've seen all this material on, uh, on the internet and on Twitter and on Facebook and so on, but where do you go with it? It's, um, it's really impossible to, to determine what's going on. And you know, the other thing I noticed too, is that, um, there's been a meme going around showing where, um, the Derek Chauvin, uh, you know, the police officer who's accused of the murder, um, the person who was arrested and took the mugshot um, looks like a, 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 a not very perfect double. Uh, he's much thinner. He has a different hairline. He has different ears. Um, different ears. That's what really caught me because the ears were totally different. Well, see, this is the thing I'm talking about as far as theater is concerned. And um, again, you have to be very careful when you, when you broach these subjects because people can be very, very sensitive, you know, understandably so. Uh, and it's usually not until much later that um, we start to find out that things are, are, are never what they seem to appear. Uh, unfortunately, that 
you know, it's all attached to uh, strife and unrest and turmoil that it becomes very problematic, you know, to question these things. But it's, it's, it's just very difficult to say. Um, it's not something, you know, personally speaking, I, I, I'm never surprised by these contradictions. I'm never surprised. I, I just, I take them for granted at this point in time. And you can sort of get into the weeds with the details, but what, what really good does it do? People are going to make up their minds based on, you know, at this point, their political and tribal identity, which are, are essentially the same thing. Your politics is now your tribe. Um, and they're going to attack you if you question or disagree with them. So it's a, it's a very difficult uh, and perilous point in time to have a critical uh, eye. And that's it. The critical thinking is almost equate to terrorism. If you have critical thinking, if you think for yourself, if you're not part of the hype mind, if you're not following what the media is telling you or the, the official narrative, you are a subversive mind. You're a danger to the state and the, the powers that want to be. And this is really dangerous. And I see it all the time, the infighting and Facebook. My goodness, everybody's just fighting with one another when we are simply wanting to just question what we see. What I saw that day, first of all, I step back and I see, I saw a video yesterday that is not public. I haven't seen it anywhere in the media where two different officers are arresting him. And then after a while of dealing with him, then the other two come along and take him somewhere else. It's it's really, I've never seen this before. And then you have Chauvin and Floyd allegedly working 17 years as bouncers at a club. But the story is that Floyd comes from Houston, Texas, and he has a rap sheet that's really, really long, you know, uh, getting into a house and and pointing a finger at a pregnant woman, uh, cocaine, and several arrests, the porn, but all of a sudden... I am told that he worked with this other guy for 17 years, and the owner of that club happens to be a huge part of the La Raza movement. So this could be controlled opposition to confuse us. So, you know, you don't even know who to believe. Then Chauvin is married to the sister of Tao, of to Tao who's the Asian police officer that we see on the video too. Now, what are the chances that the the victim and the and the quote-unquote perpetrator knew each other for 17 years, worked together. Not once did Floyd call him by his name saying, hey, come on, Derek, I'm your friend, or I know you, we work together. And then the other guy is the brother-in-law. I mean, are they truly trying to fool us here? <laughs> Again, I, I'll just go back to what I'm saying before. I mean, so much of what we, we see with all these issues is so filled with gaslighting and truth and illusion are so intertwined. Um, you know, it really is, to me, it really is a form of gaslighting because it always seems to me like who knows what is real footage and what was stage footage was, you know, the footage that comes along later, is that staged? Was that, you know, a recreation to, you know, to muddy the waters and to confuse the issue. I mean, so much of, of what actual intelligence is about, intelligence work is about, is, is about sowing confusion. It's about creating a number of different parallel and conflicting narratives 
that basically run everyone around in circles. And, you know, one of the reasons why. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.